0: Hello, everybody. This is Ray Renati within the Green Room. It's Friday, June 9th, and we are going to listen to last week's second part of Christian Haynes' interview, the founder of Amios Productions. He has a new project coming up, and we're going to hear about that, plus a few other things. I'm in New York City right now on the streets of Manhattan. I went to a couple fantastic shows this week, and I'm going to talk about those next week. Right now, I have to just do a short introduction. Put Christian's interview on, which I think you'll find very interesting. He talks about a lot of great things for actors and also audience members. And then next week, I'm going to talk a lot about what I learned here in Manhattan recently with regard to musicals and plays and auditioning and small theater off off Broadway, a lot of exciting stuff. So enjoy this interview, the second part of my interview with Christian Haynes. And I'll talk to you next week. What's the new project you're working on?
1: Uh, Well, we're working on uh, putting together a a series called the Highlighter Reading Series. Um, And uh, the Highlighter Reading Series uh, uh, essentially uh, filmed um, readings of plays. And uh, the, the inspiration for it came from going to see a reading of a play and looking around and seeing that nobody was there And uh, going, you know, I really enjoy this. And this is like almost 70% of what doing a play is. Like, you know, hearing it is really, really, for me, one of the big things. And to hear it within that developmental stage is exciting to me. And then you have so many questions and so many ideas, and the conversations that come out of it are amazing. And, you know, I, I don't know really, like, what the percentage would be, but, like, I think that probably 70, 80, 90, whatever, a large percent of plays that get written don't get produced. You know? Right. And they don't get off the, the, uh, the reading room floor, as it were, for various reasons. And, uh, but some of the times it's just because they're too risky to do. Or they, you know, as far as like just the economics of the situation,
2: so people don't do them,
1: and I think that there need to be like there needs to be a place for people to um, to see that those plays. There needs to be a place for people to um, uh, see that process as well. You know, yeah, just yeah. See, seeing that reading process and sitting around the table and, and and the fact that that can be exciting. That can be. Uh, interesting and enlightening is is a wonderful thing. And I I think we have something really, really special. We're going to try and do it as a series. So we're going to be shopping it to um, uh, different distributors and as a podcast.
2: Yeah, that's wonderful. People are often uh, amazed at how plays actually come to be. And it's almost like... Uh, being a magician and showing them a, a little secret, you know, like here's one of the things and and how this all happens. Have uh, you probably been in a show and people always, if you ask them if they want to go backstage afterwards, mm-hmm. comes to the show, they always say yes and they are just yeah, uh, they want to see how is it, how do you make all this magic happen, you know? Um, so I think it's exactly, great yeah. Yeah, yeah it's I, like, once, I, I think once for me it's talk- like yeah, But that. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. I saw a Seinfeld documentary once today. Uh, had a well, part of it was them just sitting around reading over the upcoming episodes, and it was really interesting to watch. Um, I, I was I was enthralled myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's like yeah. uh, I, I think um, I, I liken it to like going to a museum and yeah. and seeing a, a portrait that's painted perfectly and going. Like for me, I like I'm amazed, I don't know how they do that, and they're they're like they're like little wizards with their paintbrushes yeah. or you know um the sculptors like how do how does the sculptor create that and and there are techniques, and there is a logical way of doing it, you know you have to be artistically inspired to do something like that, but it, you know it, it is it is magical to some people, and I really think that like showing people some of the inner workings of theater is important you know because it's you know it's not the most healthy industry in the the country right now you know theater's always suffering
2: financially yes yes yeah true yeah unless it's (laughs) the (laughs)
1: hamlet you're right 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 right. (laughs) so hey folks out there in podcast
2: land you don't make money in theater (laughs) What, now, what is the name of this? So, people, is there anywhere that people who go to our website or anything that people can find out oh, more yeah, about yeah. this?
1: Hold on a second. I forgot our website name. But it's the Highlighter Reading Series, and we thought okay. that was pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um,
2: and uh, we... Um, just, mm-hmm. just in case people don't know why that's with... clever, is because we use yellow highlighters to underline our lines, usually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know who's listening
1: it's right funny. now. <laughs> it's a highlighter. We're highlighting plays. Each month we <laughs> highlight something. Um, on Facebook, it's at the Highlighter Reading Series. And then, jeez, um, what is our website?
2: <laughs> is That's okay. okay. Can, they, can um, they just search on Highlighter Reading Series? Oh, it's highlighterreadingseries.com. Hey. Okay.
1: There we go. <laughs> And we're almost done with the uh, with the the rough cut of our first episode, so um, we should be getting anybody who donated is going to be getting like a, a screener, a link to a screening uh, mm-hmm. on on Vimeo. And then what we're going to do, and you know, this is all new to us, is just go around to different media distribution companies like Netflix or Hulu, Amazon, or, you know, oh, YouTube Red, and see if we can get um, some sort of uh, distribution deal for it. And and we think it's worth it, you know, especially if we can get some A list actors in there. Yeah. Um yeah. it could really, really draw people in and we look at it like um like a cooking show, like one of those celebrity cooking shows.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, meet the author Mhm. Great idea. Yeah if you can get an A list actor in there you'll get some uh name recognition and some publicity and people will just uh, will keep their curiosity they'll know the name and, exactly. and watch it. So, uh Kristen, if there was uh one thing that you could tell a young actor or uh, just a piece of advice if they're thinking of getting into this business, do you have anything that you might be able to share from your years of hmm. losing? <laughs> <laughs> I would say this,
1: and this is from the perspective of somebody who didn't really take it seriously until i was like 25 yeah is um uh learn learn some technique learn some technique um i e like what people call the method or something like that um go find a teacher who is technically um, who can teach, you know, you all about like the five questions or the ten questions and beats and objectives and actions? That stuff is, is so important. And even if you don't think you're the most talented person in the world, you'll be able to play a scene. Yes. Um, and it, it doesn't mean much unless you really want to do it. But I think technique is, is the thing that you fall back on. And it's the thing that, um, Makes what you're doing uh, interesting. It becomes um, a crap. It, it, yeah. it becomes a crap. Yeah, correctly. No. Correct. That's 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 a perfect way to put it. It becomes something that you're in charge of. It's not just getting up there and feeling something. It's getting up there and doing something. And, yes. Um, if you can hook into that, mm-hmm. um, then you'll you'll become a great actor. And I think that yes. like. It takes a long time, Yes. and so be patient, because it's simple, but it's not easy. That's like that's what I
2: would say. Those are it does things take things. a long time. It takes years, doesn't it? Years. I, mean, I I, you have so. to I mean, dedicated. I heard 15 years. You know? I would say so. I would say so, especially when you're doing live theater. If you're doing movies and TV, you can have a modicum of talent or a lot of talent, and they can always do multiple takes and get the best stuff out of you when you're Doing live theater, you got one shot every night at every word and every beat and every moment—a um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. little different.
1: And if you can score that out, I remember Gene Gene Shelton, he says like you score your script, you know, yeah. and yeah. turn it into potentially a piece of music. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For you know, sure. Um, and the the other thing that Gene used to say, and, you know, it always made me feel good, was that if you can do a short scene perfectly. You can do a full play perfectly.
2: Yes. So true. Because
1: you, you, basically, like, if you're doing a five minute scene, a ten minute scene, you're essentially, if you string along 10 or 25 minute scenes that are perfectly done, then you have a perfect play. There you go. You know? Yes. I was thinking about that in, in terms of shots, too. You know, yeah. I've, I've directed so many of these little five minute plays. That now I actually kind of feel like I'm a good director.
2: Yeah. You are a good director. You directed me in a full-length play. Oh, I did. I did. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, A difficult play. It was
1: a very difficult play. I thought it was super difficult. But I think we did well. Yeah. yeah. The guys, everyone, the
2: guys. Yeah, the guys. It's a very sad play, but it's a 9-11 play. Well, yeah, but we did it, and it was worth it. We did it. So, well, thank you, Christian. Uh, I really appreciate oh. your time today. Can I and say one more thing? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, if anybody out there in uh, Podcastlandia wants to do shots, email me because I want shots in like every town. And like we're not gonna, we don't do residuals or anything. We just want we we just want to have small plays done in every single town. So email me or, at amios.co Amios, at com. A-M-I-O-S dot, uh, dot C-O yeah. at com. G-mail. At gmail, yeah. Okay. And it's really
2: amios.co, simple, A-M-I-O-S.co
1: you know, at
2: gmail.com, okay. Yeah,
1: as long as it's not hateful or sexist, we're all good. You can do as many plays as you want, and you can call it shots too. Or right. you can steal the idea. And call it your own. We don't care.
2: Uh, there you go. Well, I can yeah. tell you, uh, everyone, that SHOTS is an absolute uh, – it's fun. It's great for honing your craft. And uh, I would call it SHOTS so you can maybe get a little back up in sooth and uh, support from Christian and a few other people. <laughs> but yeah. that's yeah, yeah. just my yeah. – Well, uh, thanks, Christian. <laughs> I really appreciate your time. Yeah, Brandon. this has been uh, a lot of fun. Okay. Okay. Talk to you soon.
0: That was the second part of my interview with Christian Haynes. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week, we'll be talking about my experience here in Manhattan, seeing some wonderful Broadway shows. For Wave Radio, this has been Ray Renati with In the Green Room. And until next week, I'll see you on the boards.